0: Hello and welcome to Isolation and Me. I'm Blanche Anderson, voiceover actor and filmmaker. This is a podcast which explores personal experiences during the COVID-19 outbreak. It discusses the highs and the lows and whether we can find any positives in this unusual and uncertain situation. Elisa and I met two years ago at a friend's voiceover studio. Since then, we've shared the same studio in Soho and have many a night out. Elisa also used to live in Glasgow, so it means she must be a stand-up person. She is, to this day, the only person I know to rock a turkey hat. Elisa <laughs> yep you want to explain the turkey hat yeah that was a lot
1: of fun that was uh, two Christmases ago we went to a voiceover Christmas party and somebody had a great idea that we should all get involved in a secret Santa
0: well all I know is the turkey hat that you wore was animated
1: it was amazing so I bought something for someone I can't remember what it was it was not a dancing turkey hat and the person that presented me with my gift which was absolutely amazing was Della these two turkey legs sticking out of this hat and then there a button, press the button and the legs started flapping. The turkey started, music came
0: bombing out of it. It was amazing. Oh yeah, I forgot there was music! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was full dancing turkey. And I just remember it because obviously it was like a voiceover network thing. So there was lots of like producers, mm. like your employers there and and you know, things <laughs> and that. Um, yeah. So I thought that was quite funny. But anyway, I just thought, yeah, that was the day that I knew it was love, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, we could definitely get on.
1: I'm pretty sure I was still wearing it at breakfast which just goes to show, exactly the mood I was in.
0: <laughs> well, I think at Vox, you, you go to bed at like four. So I think, you know, straight away, it's kind of breakfast anyway, or maybe later. Yeah, yeah. Before we get into the the main chunk of the questions, mm. uh, we're going to do a wee um, quick fire round of, okay. of questions. So are you ready? <laughs> I <I'm> hope so. <laughs> 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 really embarrassing. So first, so have you been drinking more, less or the same as before? Uh, less. Less? Yeah, oh, yeah. I wish I was you.
1: Although I'm kind of a weird Um, You you just said that this was quick fire and I'm about to launch into <laughs> an explanation.
0: <laughs> I'm enjoying it already. Go for it. Launch, launch.
1: Well, I, yeah, I go through phases of just kind of knocking drinking on the head for a while anyway. So I suppose <laughs> <but> compared <laughs> to that more. But <laughs> generally speaking, no, not much. Not much drinking.
0: Well, there's a sadness in drinking alone isn't there
1: and the other thing is hangovers when you're a little bit out of shape with your own kind of what the hell is going on in the world at the moment that's not I actually got quite drunk last Saturday because you were there I believe I was yeah. virtually yeah I had a bit of a late one on an old zoom chat with some good colleague friends of mine I notoriously don't I, I can't drink well no I can drink very yeah. well I can't sleep well when I've been <laughs> drinking I had a really bad night's sleep and then I kind of woke up the next day just feeling worse and I thought no just you know i just don't know whether it's a good idea for me to
0: have too much of the old alcohol i was thinking that too actually i you know my policy in general also sorry quick fire is gone yeah. but like just quickly and then and then you know this is kind of setting us up for the whole thing we we, we like to answer things um, yeah. <laughs> which is good um yeah i at the best of times my policy is just you know don't drink alone but then because you can't tell what the weekends are i decided that i would allow myself to drink alone on the weekends because then you've got you've got your week and then you've got your weekend. Yeah. it's a bit structure. of structure
1: <laughs> kind of the conclusion that I came to as well was that it does give you a bit of something that feels a bit like normality yeah. if you have a weekend that's sociable that involves a few drinks you know so maybe I won't <laughs> smash a bottle of wine
0: to myself <laughs> Maybe I just need to find a parameter there somewhere. No, I, I smashed it last week as well. You know, sometimes you you just got to, And also, I didn't realize how much I drank. Anyway, I'm gonna move on before we go into a huge thing about our drinking issues. Um, we are not alcoholics. They all do. Anyway, um, so about the news, do you avoid it or do you delve in? Like the plague, I avoid it for sanity. Yeah, yeah, for
1: sanity. Absolutely. I read the headlines and that's it. I read the headlines so I'm up to date with rules and regulations and Mm. then I
0: turn my back to that. Did you like properly get into the beginning? or Wait, I think I told you about it first, didn't I?
1: Well, yeah, you were the (laughs) first one to to kind of mention it with the whole one raised eyebrow. Have you heard about this and are you concerned? And I went, no, 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 no. You know, well, now I feel like a bit of a plonker. Government weren't concerned
0: either and Boris is now in hospital. It's crazy. That was a long time ago. How long ago, Blanche? Two months? ago? Well, the, well, I mean I think the first case was December wasn't it? And then yeah. January it became more of a we thing. Were in Soho. Crazy but I mean, I guess it's only really it's escalated the last few years or whatever but crazy times. And are you worried about getting it? No,
1: because I think I've had it. And there
0: might I might be, be being naive given that even
1: the greatest scientific minds tackling this don't know whether people can catch it twice. But I do, because I'm as sure as I can be that I've had it, I'm kind of choosing to be the one that helps yeah. out some friends of mine who who are very concerned about their parents and aren't here in Jersey where I am mm-hmm. um have asked if I wouldn't mind doing the food shop for their parents because they're really in the high risk category so there's a few people like that and I kind of think well, if I have had it and I can't get it again let's just hope that's okay <laughs> um I'm gonna take all the pre- precautions possible and then and then try and help in that way you know it
0: is I mean it's confusing isn't it because there's all these like things flying around of you can't get it you can't get it um, and I think for you it was more like the loss of taste and smell and stuff wasn't it so that was only quite recently we found that out
1: yeah yeah it was that was kind of basically my only symptom really I had a day that I just felt very very tired and I fell asleep on the sofa for a few hours which is quite unlike me and then I lost my sense of smell and taste for eight days for ages yeah and it was not congestion it wasn't like well you've got a cold it was I could breathe fine through my nose it was just it was most
0: bizarre (laughs) so how long do you think the isolation period will last for I'd say we've got a solid three months at minimum so continuing three months so like you yeah, know, including this one. We're just at the beginning of April. Yeah,
1: yeah, May, June. Yeah, we've got. I reckon. I'd like to think that society might start to look a bit more normal
0: by the end of the summer. Oh, this summer, and we don't really get a long oh. one anyway. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> although <laughs> around, around where I am, everyone looks like they're just doing summer holiday today. So that was quite funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Um, okay. um what one thing are you secretly loving about this situation? like guilty pleasure and just you're loving it
1: oh I'm um I'm not giving myself a hard time about my incredible newfound ridiculous amount of biscuit consumption that's happening <laughs> it's because your mum keeps making them I just keep I just I just keep standing there eating them and then I think <laughs> under under normal circumstances I'd have one maybe two and think okay it's time to walk away and I just stand there just biscuit <laughs> after biscuit after biscuit
0: <laughs> and I don't even feel bad <laughs> I can five custard creams in a row yesterday and I just eaten a yeah. big cottage pie. <laughs> I think we're discovering the true meaning of comfort eating. I well I, know. well <laughs> I was listening to Woman's Hour, Big Up Woman's Hour, big big mm-hmm. supporter, And um, they were saying about some people they overeat and some people just don't eat at all. And I'm like, Oh, who are these people? I'm gonna come out of this with amazing abs, not me. Oh, <laughs> don't even, I've got stories <laughs> about that, but we won't go into it. Just people that I'm disliking because they've they've told me they've lost weight and I'm like, Ugh, Ugh. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> um okay, and um, what is your Because I know you're a big podcast fan. Um, so what is your Mm. favorite podcast listening to at the moment, and why? Except for obviously, this one's going to be your new favorite. Just well, this one,
1: of course. Um, Adam Buxton is my go-to because I just love. Who's that again? Have you told me about that before? Adam Buxton did the Adam and Joe show on BBC Six, I believe it was, and um, Mm. he's just a fantastic podcast creator he's a kind of comic it's very it's just really creative his work and uh, and it's got a great humor and also He's kind of one of these, you know, when people say you you must never meet your idols, I feel like he would fall into that category for me because I just think that he... Do you fancy him? I don't know what he looks like. No, no, like. I don't fancy him at all. I just think he seems like a really, really, really nice man, like a really yeah, decent yeah. human being. So, yeah, I'm really enjoying that. And he's just released a load of new podcasts because of this. And I was just so... I actually went on to social media to see if I can find him to
0: send him a message to thank him personally. Oh, you're that <laughs> person. It just makes you feel good. It's just yeah, great. Yeah. We love a feel good good podcast because yeah. yeah although I've been listening to questionable ones myself recently like there was this one about um can't remember if I told you it's about like date rape oh it's awful it's called verified mm-hmm. and it's this man and um for couch surfing in Italy and don't listen to it before bed like I did because that was <laughs> not good for the the old dreams anyway yeah I've got a list as long as my arm and I'm sure you do too okay so we've kind of touched upon a little bit of what you do so you know primarily you are mm-hmm. a voiceover by job I just didn't want to describe you by your job there but um, mm. do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself or your life before COVID-19 yeah
1: sure yeah um so as you mentioned we <laughs> And we kind of worked to from the same studio in Soho when this isn't all happening. Mm. Um, I've been a voiceover artist since I was 19 or 20. so Just a young thing. But yeah. <laughs> so maybe 12 years now, I think it might be that I've been doing this full time. I work mainly in the commercial sector, but also through I work for corporate clients and e-learning and bits of animation and I do stuff for the Disney Channel. And... She's
0: versatile, guys. <laughs> you can hear it. <laughs> <laughs> Over the years, I've
1: mainly worked from home. I've mainly mm. had home studios, but the last year that I've been in London, and I've been using the shared studio yeah, in Soho with me. Uh, for various reasons but I realized not long after making that decision that it had meant that my job for the first time really had become something verging on sociable yeah. because it's very isolating working from home as I'm sure many people are starting to realize I know. <laughs> I know. so yeah it's been a lot of
0: fun working out of
1: out of Soho. The
0: thing with voiceovers is you can go anywhere, and you went mm-hmm. to Africa for a year, didn't you? Yeah, I
1: did. Yeah, I did. Um, and you took t- your mic with you, right? I did. This mic that I'm speaking into at the moment, I think. Oh no, no, it wasn't. This one sounds thing. good. What quality. The one, <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, I did. I kind of spent a bit of time, and thanks to the way technology was moving, um, I realised that I was going to be able to make the whole thing portable, and I kind
0: of worked on that it's for a while. Great and then that you can do that though, because yeah you know there's so I mean it was brave though right because I mean there must have been jobs you couldn't have done because of I yeah. don't know, time difference or like internet or whatever so yeah I
1: kind of it, it certainly wasn't a career move no <laughs> and I am um, I uh yeah I kind of that was sort of kind of deliberate I guess I wanted to focus on something else for a while and if I was able to do a bit of work on the side to help me kind of extend the amount of time I was able to be away for then
0: yeah that
1: was going to be great and thankfully lots of producer friends of mine were pretty supportive of that idea and kind oh, yeah, of yeah better through a few scripts my way to You're probably to jealous me. as well
0: thinking why can't i go to africa
1: <laughs> i think i think do you know what a lot of people did it wasn't like a jealousy thing but a lot of people have and had wanted to experience something like that yeah. so they were kind of i think kind of pleased that i was able to and wanted to be supportive of it because they believed it in the whole idea behind it you know
0: are you gonna do it again well obviously once this is all over yeah
1: do you know it was, it was funny actually i was thinking about my time out there the other day because it was actually quite difficult to readjust to coming back to the uk and back to our culture. And for most of that time, I was living in really remote, very rural villages. So you very quickly move away from the whole consumerist mindset. Everything is very kind of grassroots. Yeah the whole like takes a village to raise a child thing everyone looked out for each other and grew their own food and all this kind of stuff and so um yeah that that whole thing has been on my mind quite a bit as we move into a time where community is more important than ever Mm -hmm. so yeah I kind of um I would love to go back and spend time out there again but I kind of feel like we have an opportunity I have an opportunity to live a very similar sort of life here at the moment with what's going on
0: well you just did the perfect segue or whatever it's called into my next question of what is your situation And now you're like kind of like now so you were in London also I just wanted to say that um, Elisa does like you know apart from the voice of her, she does like she's got so many hobbies and stuff and you do like loads of exercising and book club and like I said nights out with me <laughs> but you know you <laughs> very like active and proactive and sociable I think you know yeah. and usual life so do you want to talk about um yeah your situation now so you moved home didn't you
1: I did yeah Uh, I'm from Jersey in the Channel Islands and so and you were asking before Blanche you were asking about my news consumption and whether it I'd been following it for you know up until the point that it's where we're at now where it's got really kind of hairy scary yeah and um on the weeks leading up to me coming back to Jersey well I guess it was the week before where things really hotted up Mm. I started to see that there was a threat coming towards the airlines and And then I had to have a serious word with myself about, you know, whether I was prepared to have the decision of me being able to come home taken out of my hands. Mm -hmm. And that wasn't something that I wanted to happen because my mum was here, my brothers are here, my dad's here. You know, Mm -hmm. everyone's here in different houses, but I just didn't want to get stuck away from my family, you know. Um, But you live with, you know,
0: in London, you were living with like a really close friend and stuff. So you wouldn't have been alone, but they've got their family there. So, you know, and sometimes times like this, you do just want to be around that like support, don't you?
1: Yeah, absolutely. yeah, I, my my family alarm was just yeah. going off.
0: I just needed to come back and be it near My family. It was super quick your decision because I remember I saw you for my birthday on like the Tuesday, and then when yeah. I texted you, I don't know, then maybe the Saturday or something, you were like, "I'm off home tomorrow." Bye. <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, oh. I'd I'd actually booked two flight. I'd booked a flight for the,
1: the end of the week when I saw that there were threats to the airlines coming, and then when that happened, I was then watching the, reading the news every morning as soon as I woke up. The first thing I do is check the headlines, and as more and more airlines starting to count ground flights and all of the rest of it mm. I just I just got I, I just got scared that was the scary moment for me the, the main scary stage was that bit with the flights and whether I was going to be able to come back home yeah and um and then I changed my flight and I actually just moved it to the next day when I saw that EasyJet had was it EasyJet? I can't remember now which airline it was. One of them went under and I was like, right. Oh
0: right. I don't know about going under, but I know EasyJet have completely pulled their services and I think the easy oh, I think it's easy and now I feel pressure to get things right. <laughs> oh usually I just um, you know, sprite information and don't worry about what I'm saying Um but yeah, like I know that um a lot of like air stewards are being put into hospitals because they've got a lot of like first aid training and stuff like that
1: oh is that actually happening because yeah, I'd heard,
0: heard that, on the I'd news heard. anyway but I mean yeah it, it was radio one news so it wasn't you know, <laughs> <laughs> women's hour in radio one that's what I listen to here, so. <laughs> I was gonna say but you know with the voiceovers you are able to work from home so that is something a bit more normality there and then obviously you're back with your mum but you lived there before so Mm -hmm. not that long ago i guess um i mean what kind of like uh, it kind of sounds like a stupid question but what is it like the biggest change obviously it's a bit more remote where you live now but i just mean what's the biggest change that you've noticed in general Yeah, the
1: biggest change is that i guess i structure my life because the work side of it's quite quite can be quite a kind of lonely one as far as we spend a lot of time Mm -hmm. on our own in padded cells is concerned the reason i live in london is so that when i'm not working i can go and do loads of stuff as you touched on before so i've got lots of different hobbies lots of activities lots of different uh, friendship groups and the biggest change is that none of that is now here none of that is with me so um So I find I actually realised this weekend that it was the second weekend that I'd had in this situation Mm. where I'd felt my lowest of any of the days in the week. Kind of like Saturday morning was just like, Mm. and I I don't know whether that was because somewhere built in me is this because I honestly, like everybody else, can't keep track of the days anyway. So it's not like I know it's the weekend. I've got absolutely no idea time, date, month, whatever. But um, weekends, I think uh, they're the toughies because I would usually have lots of stuff planned
0: in for kind of weeks in advance different people to see at different places to go whatever do you wake up in the saturday morning you said that right didn't you saturday morning mm-hmm. um, both times like just waking up and going Oh, I realize I don't have anything planned this weekend. And you're kind of worried about being bored, then, or worried about being lonely over the weekend, or is it constantly comparing it? To it's, not, it's, just a, it's just,
1: it's just, I guess it's just a sensation of how much things have changed and how different things are. And kind of, and I, it's not like I'm like missing, I'm missing this thing or missing that thing so much. It's, I suppose it's also a kind of feeling of a, a lack of control over my own life. You know, yeah, a lots, cha- a lot has changed in a very short space of time. Yeah. everything has changed really. Yeah, so it's just kind of that that sensation yeah. of kind of trying to accept that but also having moments of just like
0: what the hell is happening I know it's still hard to process isn't it yeah. I mean I guess we're kind of still at the early stages of it all mm. um I was gonna say that you're one of those people I think you said to me you know um kind of um paraphrasing life as we know it at the end of this will be mm. very different and obviously I've I've heard that in the news and mm. things as well it's kind of like. And it is difficult to plan your day mm-hmm. or plan, you know, because I think we're all, we've all got loads of goals that we're trying to fight for, don't we? Yeah. And when you don't know if those goals are going to be happening or, you know, even if it's stupid to make them yeah. in the first place, then it is hard. Like, I don't know about you, but I definitely wake up going, What should I do today? Because uh, (laughs) I've gone from my one exercise and I've watched (laughs) Tiger King. And uh, (laughs) is there, I mean, I, I try and make lists. I heard somewhere you're supposed to make lists. Do you try and be productive? And if you're not, are you? Feeling a bit guilty about it. I
1: am still on a journey with that one. I've tried a few different angles. Front
0: runner so far. Uh
1: the front runner is to allow each day to unfold as it's going to and to not put extra pressure on myself to achieve or Mm -hmm. um kind of layer one emotion on top of another. So if I'm feeling kind of a little bit out of sorts, not to then give myself a hard time and guilt on top of the you know, all the other emotions that are going on. Sometimes I make a plan and it goes out of the window Mm -hmm. and I'm just I just say cool okay that's fine I'm not gonna make myself feel even worse at the moment when there's enough to be feeling kind of concerned about you know yeah totally I guess that's a bit of a wishy-washy answer but I just I'm trying my hardest to just be as kind of forgiving or yeah like today as I said I'd gone out and done the done the errands and I was absolutely exhausted exhausted when I got home I was completely drained and I just went and laid down and had a cup of tea and listened to a podcast and Mm -hmm. usually I think I probably would have well I definitely would have felt guilty about that when if it was a normal working day you can't just be taking yourself off for naps whenever you feel like it <laughs> or at least that's how I would have felt before but now I, I listen I find myself really listening to my body more yes. and going this is how you feel just accept that it's all right yes. you know take an hour and just kind of chill out and like regroup because of course the other thing is I do live with my mom, and it's not fair for me to sort of like upset the atmosphere of the home because I'm feeling a bit out of shape yeah that's quite interesting do you
0: find that her mood kind of affects you and then likewise... Have you found that we really try to be upbeat around each other? We
1: we be we're honest. We're honest with our emotions, and we we we. Me and my mum are incredibly close, so it makes it a, a much easier. <laughs> um, and we know each other so well, yeah. and we know we've actually had you know we have open discussions about the fact that there are times that she's going to be up and I'm not, and the other way around, and we just yeah. have to. Be, you know, we can take care of each other through those times, and we can be understanding and give each other space, and you know, just kind of just go with it just accept that it's a journey that
0: we're going to be on for a while and that there's no right or wrong really with it you know no because I mean everyone keeps saying this but situation we've never been in mm-hmm. so how would how would we know how yeah. to react yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah and it's just crazy that that we expect that we can just business as usual because yeah. we can't it's, it's not no. also I, I, I don't know they, I get an external pressure of like when I see people um, you know I'm like oh they're being so productive it means that they're basically going to be able to do like tap dancing and speak fluent Italian <laughs> And mm. everything by the end and and here's me uh, uh, <laughs> not knowing anything but I mean I, it's obviously made up of me Ed. Yeah. I don't know whether I mean we've kind of touched upon this point already so it depends if you want to go into more specifics. I was just going to mm. say like you know can you go into one of those down days and kind of what are your thoughts like what was yeah. your lowest moment so far? Yeah
1: I don't think I, I thankfully haven't had a full day of it you know but I've had definitely chunks of time oh. in the day where I've just been really kind of and that for me is fairly unusual. I'm pr- I'm on a pretty even keel with my
0: emotions. Yeah, you are a miss positivity. Yeah, you know. I'm usually. <laughs> but sure.
1: um, yeah, I've been I've definitely been I've definitely been challenged over the last few weeks, mm. and uh, and that's kind of it's interesting. Like when I'm feeling okay, I'm, I'm I kind of try and um, work it out a little bit in my yeah. head and, and figure out what, what what specifically might have triggered it, or what you know, just kind of observe it and see if I can work out. Have I had a particular down moment? I felt. An incredible amount of stress when I was making the decision about leaving London
0: whether to do or not you mean no because
1: I knew that I knew pretty quickly that it was going to happen but but it did happen very quickly and I think any change Mm. whether you make it or not it does create stress and um, when I came back to Jersey I saw my I was on the same flight as uh, one of my very close friends we didn't realize until we got to Gatwick that we were on the same flight and uh, her dad who I'm extremely close to was at the airport to pick her up and my mum was there and he kind of you know was trying to be light hearted about everything and sort of put his elbow out to go like hey welcome home tap tap tap. and my mum just got me and gave me a big old bear hug and I was so emotional in that moment because for the first time I'd kind of seen how our whole behavior in fact it it happened before then at Gatwick with my best friend you know we had to keep distance from each other and those moments I find really hard because I'm very tactile you know and I
0: yeah me too yeah and
1: then when I'm around people that I love and I can't behave in the way that I've behaved with them for my entire life life mm-hmm. they're the moments that i really struggle with and I, actually when i'm in kind of not feeling great i have realized that it sort of suits me to keep myself to myself in those moments because when i am around even at a distance you know like my mom for example my mom's my mum's different because she we're, we live in the same house and we can hug each other and whatever mm-hmm. but yeah yeah i can't so when we were allowed to kind of social distance amongst family members i found that i found that really hard yeah. it was easier almost sometimes to just keep away because yeah. then you're kind of really confronted with how much things have changed, I
0: know. I mean, two things that you're saying remind me. um So one was when I was uh, so just before I saw you for my birthday, I went home to Scotland, and mm-hmm. you know my parents are pushing seventy, and um mm-hmm. like both of them didn't hug me. And um you know, obviously it was kind of done like as a joke, but like you're saying with mm-hmm. your your you know friends, mm-hmm. but also just kind of it was like, oh, they didn't hug me. But then I was also like, good, they didn't hug. Like yeah. you know, I, I would never, yeah. you know, but also. This is another weird thing that I don't know whether to admit or not, but um, <laughs> I can't remember the last time I was touched. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah, yeah, in, a, yeah. in a, a flat share, um, you know, yeah. single person, like, I think it must have been like two weeks ago. So it's a weird thing to think that. And, and the other thing is, uh, do you get this that you're watching films or whatever and you're like jealous? You're like, why are they hugging?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's really funny how um, a friend of mine mentioned that to me quite a few weeks ago. She said, you know, she was watching telly and she saw people, you know, all kind of sitting around hugging each other and having a barbecue. And she thought, God, that looks already, that looks kind of mythical.
0: So yeah. I thought,
1: oh, no. Oh, no. You know, that's like crushing to think that. Yes. But, it's, but it's true. You know, I watch TV programs and I kind of see everyone kind of hugging and touching and it's just yeah it really brings it home how much yeah. society's changed in an incredibly an incredibly short space of time but I don't think
0: I feel yeah. lonely anyway um which is weird because I think everyone's in the right. same position so I'm yeah. not lonely anyway yeah um, I
1: spoke to a friend yesterday who was struggling with that because he lives on his own and he's and he was saying that he, he um, you know he was kind of looking on social media and seeing people putting pictures up of them with their you know insert person
0: that they live with here yeah but they're all arguing me <laughs> yeah baby boom and divorce <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: he was like that's not that's not you know social isolation I'll give you social yeah. isolation you know so yeah. yeah that's a big one you know yeah we're not we're not designed to be yeah, alone you know not... we're social
0: creatures 100 yeah. percent. so this is you know just cheekily going on to some positives about this situation and I want to know mm-hmm. a best moment or like a highlight of the whole socially so, and you yeah. fancy not hanging out with me anymore <laughs>
1: <laughs> you keep taking my answers off um I had a really interesting one to myself I, um at the weekend as I was saying after I was having my little wobble on that Saturday um I went outside I I had a book mm-hmm. that I hadn't been able to pick up and been able to read I just wasn't able to kind of do that, just to sit and read for fun. You know, it just wasn't something that I'd managed to do since I'd got home. And I decided that I was going to make myself. I was just going to go pick up my book yeah. and lie there and read it. I've turned my phone off and just do that. And I started reading, and I got into my book. Yeah. And then I suddenly realised that usually when I'm doing something like that, and this is kind of sad to admit, there's usually an underlying level of I should be doing other things.
0: Oh yeah, it's kind of like a guilty. Yeah.
1: And I realised yeah. that that had gone. That isn't to say it has been replaced with other weird feelings but um that feeling of I should be doing more Mm -hmm. had gone and it was so nice to realize kind of shocking to realize it had been there without me realizing for all this time but nice to know that it had gone (laughs) so that was a that was definitely
0: a highlight yeah you're just like oh goodness I should I should be especially as a freelancer your your task is never ended like there's so many media production companies whatever that we should be writing to or reaching out to and you know like you can't can you and yeah i just mean there's not a f- there's not a fine line that 5 p.m or whatever p.m or yeah we finish exactly so there is a sense of guilt with freelance yeah. obviously you you learned that about yourself in terms of like <laughs> you you get a bit of guilt reading so that's quite interesting um, especially if you do that for a living into a month <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: yeah yeah now i know that i can read perfectly happily
0: without any guilt sure. so that's a nice and then what else are you what el- other discoveries or epiphanies or what are you learning about yourself in general do you think
1: yeah i've I learned today that I'm more sensitive than I realized as far as um, what's going on around me is concerned. I didn't realize how it was pretty full on today. The supermarket situation. There were a lot of very scared people, and there was a lot, a lot of fear, and it was in the air. It was palpable, you know. And there was an old lady that needed something from a top shelf, and she was too scared to ask anyone around her. She was just kind of standing there like a rabbit in the headlights. And then I realized that you know, that the atmosphere of that whole thing will seep into me and there's probably Mm. nothing I can do about that. So I just have to kind of just be accepting of the fact that this is going to be an ongoing challenge and, you know, that occasionally i need to take myself
0: off and have a cup of tea and five biscuits and listen to a bit of a (laughs) podcast. We've already learned that the biscuits, biscuits are the answer. Did I ask you this already? I'm losing my mind. Did you tell me your favorite biscuit? I don't know if I have one, Um, but I have been quite enjoying a ginger crunch cream. Ooh, oh my I'm gonna have to mm-hmm. buy them on the next shopping trip <laughs> I no, did I... see some Tunnock's tea
1: cakes though the other day and I should have oh, picked
0: sh- those up nah you know what I mean I like them because they're cheap and I'm very frugal but um <laughs> they're not the best also I don't even think they qualify as biscuits I'm just saying. I'm not sure Twix is a biscuit either do you think Twix is a biscuit Twix. Twix. <laughs> yeah. uh no I don't I don't know what it is it's delicious it's not a chocolate bar either <laughs> <laughs> yeah I've started usually and I think you're the same that we tried to live quite healthily and stuff yeah. and I've just been buying loads of rubbish like ice creams you know chocolate and um, I bought those goo puddings like <laughs> did you they are delicious they're also quite expensive <laughs> I got the discounted ones but yeah they're delicious Um, those egg custard tart things Oof, yum I
1: actually had a bit of a moment in the shop earlier and you know when they kind of there's now these one-way systems what? which is really bad if you're not a very organized person in the supermarkets here we have a one-way system so you have to follow the arrows because they're
0: so small
1: um, yeah, I guess so. Probably um, oh. something to do with that, and just trying to filter people around so you're not back. You're, you're not kind of going back and crossing paths too closely with people. Mm. But I'd got. I was chatting to some friends of mine as I was driving down to the supermarket, and they were saying, "Oh, we're going to do a Zoom pub quiz thing on Thursday, so make sure you've got a couple of drinks, or whatever." <laughs> so I'd picked up a couple of little, a couple of little drinks for my trolley, and then I suddenly realised I didn't have any snacks, and I needed to get some peanuts or some oh, no. something or other. You know, I had to make this a, a true pub type experience And then I had to figure out how I was going to backtrack my way through the supermarket to get back to the snacks aisle. <laughs> <laughs> Who ever thought that that would ever
0: become something that we had to consider? And how did you, you, know? how did you navigate that then? Did you say, I'm so sorry to everyone? Or did you just I feel really bad I stood at?
1: there looking panicked and um, a nice cashier man asked me if I was okay. And I said, I've got something from the snack <laughs> style. And he's like, you're okay. You can go back that way. Oh my way. goodness, someone
0: spoke <laughs> to you. It's not London. It's really not London. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, okay, so where do you see yourself in two to three months? Well, let's go for three months because I think you said that that'll be kind of the cusp of when this is all over well not all over but the social distancing part anyway um so where what can you see yourself doing do you think you'll be back in London do you think you'll stay at home at
1: the moment I feel that I'll probably still be at home I think um after the social distancing thing starts to end I'll really want to spend some time with my family you know like be here with them in the same room yeah. being able to touch each other and yeah. like and be together properly you know because although we're on the same piece of land we're very much divided you know we're yeah. very much you know not together the way that we would like to be so yeah so I at the moment with the way I'm feeling towards it all really my only focus is family all I can think about is just the health and well-being of my family yeah everything kind
0: of just fallen away for me it's too much to think about you know like in terms of like money you know obviously we're gonna go through a a, a big recession sadly I'm hoping you know i don't know who knows about that but um again everyone keeps saying it in the news so it must be true and um <laughs> you know we can feel it to a certain extent and stuff and it sounds cliche i'm sorry but at the end of the day <laughs> um, it, darling it does you know um it's the it's the family aspect and you know you can be sad about x y and z but really the yeah. the main thing is you know you You've Got to remind yourself that also you're very lucky that you're, you know, your mum's not driving you crazy or whatever. Yeah,
1: I am. Aren't no,
0: I? Yeah, you know, or you get her life. in
1: here in a minute to see if I'm driving her crazy.
0: Oh my <laughs> goodness, I do love your mum. So, Elisa's mum, the other day we were on this like voiceover <laughs> chat thing. Um, that's when I, I blame your mum for it because I do too. Actually, now you mention it, <laughs> yeah, she just secretly brought in like a whole bottle of red. And yeah, I've <laughs> Bluff- got a lot of now, I to me, yeah. <laughs> yeah um i was thinking about that the other day because i had a vodka and pineapple juice it's like i'm sick well i was gonna say 16 i wasn't i wasn't hardcore enough <laughs> to <after> drink <talking laughs> 19 it's like i'm 19 again yeah um, when you lived in glasgow did you ever have malibu no so malibu and iron brew because it is sensational
1: it sounds tropical very
0: sweet <laughs>
1: yeah you'd be very. just flying off the sugar wouldn't you
0: All night long. Oh, yeah. Well, you get that (laughs) just from drinking either anyway. (laughs) Yeah, dancing Um, around the garage like a crazy person yeah this is completely unrelated to everything but it's just kind of like to make me happy what do you miss most about living in scotland
1: (laughs) uh i miss am i allowed to go all cliche now i miss the people i miss i mean i was in glasgow and it was just the most friendly city it was just so nice and the banter and the it was just great fun i just it was just lovely i just loved wherever you went people just want to chat and tell stories and have a laugh and, and the music scene is another thing it was just any band that I wanted to see during those years that I was up there I saw passing through Glasgow and it was just great I loved I loved my time up
0: there people I mean people are chatty to fault aren't they Uh, you're (laughs) like I need to get on this bus actually could you? <laughs> but um no, I I I always feel shocked when I go back home because um my friend was dissing me because I ignored a big issue person. Now, oh. first of all, that's bad in general, <laughs> um, and you <laughs> shouldn't do that. So I'm sorry, but it, just in London, it makes you a bad person. It does. You just you ignore people, and it's weird. Like you know, when you pass people in the street, you don't say hello. Yeah. Um, although people have started doing that now.
1: Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I read a thing the other day that said if you see somebody out at the moment when they're doing their social distancing walk or whatever it is, I get mixed up with the terms that when you're out doing your exercise, give them a little smile because it might be one of the only times they're going to see a human for the next X amount of time. So you know now's a time that we can just be a bit friendlier to each other and not worry that it's because
0: someone's trying to rob us <laughs> yeah well yeah that's that, 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 that always my thought which is bad um <laughs> but you know so say if someone was you know in a in a down place or like uh, just a bit worried about like the greater picture or themselves or whatever mm-hmm. what bit of advice would you give them to kind of put their mind at rest a little bit
1: well, it's hard because already just a couple of weeks in, everything I think has been kind of said to death on that on that particular point. Don't but... blame
0: the question.
1: <laughs> I'm blaming the question, Blanche. No, no. I think um, we have n- we have no other option but to use this time to kind of either do kind of like the whole self reflection. Aspect of it where you just kind of work out what what how you're feeling uncomfortable or how you're not feeling great and trying to work out why and how you can kind of become more resilient to that, which is kind of where I'm at at the moment. Might not be where I'm at next week. Mm-hmm. It wasn't where I was at last week. You know, it's just kind of a, an ongoing journey, really. Um, and also use the time in any way that makes that makes you feel better. So if that means it's an opportunity for you to reach out to friends that you've not spoken to for ages or become closer to family by having more kind of FaceTime chats or whatever it might be, or yeah, just kind. Of really tuning into what makes you feel yeah. good, what what are the things that make you feel good? Then just give that. Now's your time to give that the priority and 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 go for it and yeah. build
0: on that. You know, it is almost that. I mean, I think this is we're just going to cliche back and forward here. <laughs> uh, oops, we'll have to think of a good name for it. um Cliche tennis. <laughs> that was rubbish. <laughs> I'll think more. um It is yeah, like gift of time. I guess when yeah. do you get the opportunity to be at home yeah. and have yeah,
1: absolutely. I mean this. Is effectively, so many people talk about how they'd like if they have any sort of spiritual thing going on in their lives. They talk about how they'd like to do a retreat at some point in their life. Well, now's your opportunity to do one yeah. from
0: home yourself. You know,
1: it's the same thing, really. It's, it's just, just a
0: skill to switch yeah. off the the negative thoughts, though, isn't it? Like if it was on your own I mean, terms, yeah, it is very challenge. different. But then, at least at the moment, we don't have the whole FOMO aspect. <laughs> I
1: think that there's probably still a degree of that going on though, and I I think because of the prevalence of social media, mm. I don't I don't think you can escape that. Unless you choose to to not allow it to kind of encroach on your life too much, I-,
0: I looked at my what I need to stop doing is. Do you look at like Instagram and stuff first thing, or do you are you good and don't
1: try and I try not to. I try not. Yeah, to. Yeah, I need
0: to try not to do. But um, sometimes you just kind of you know you find yourself doing it. And I was thinking, how has anyone got anything to post about? Like they're <laughs> obviously not doing what I'm doing. You know, yeah. I, you know, the other day I watched uh, clicked onto Instagram and I watched
1: Old Oprah making a um, carbonara, and then I thought to myself, why am I watching
0: Oprah <laughs> making a pasta dish? I don't care about this. <laughs> it's a good time to release a podcast, hopefully. <laughs> well, listen, thank you so much for you know so I've got a professional right here, professional speaker. Um, <laughs> thank you so much, and um, you know I was hoping that I might be able to catch up with you like a few months down the line to see what has changed and stuff. Yeah,
1: I'd love that. It would be really interesting for, for me to hear hear how things have unfolded. I keep saying
0: two to three months, but it might it might it's changing. <laughs> yeah, um, but thank you very much, and goodbye for now thank you (laughs) thank you thanks for listening to isolation and me don't forget to subscribe and share and stay safe